0: This is the work of God, that you believe in the one he sent. Today, saint, Saint Fidelis, is someone who lived this out, believing even into shedding of his blood. Saint Fidelis was a Franciscan friar back in the 1500s, and he had a great uh, love for the poor and for widows, uh, was known for his charity, and he was commissioned by the Holy See to uh, defend the Catholic faith against uh, the Protestant Reformation, I think in uh, Switzerland. And he made some enemies doing so and was murdered on this day, 401 years ago. Before he became a Franciscan friar, Father Fidelis uh, was a lawyer. And this made me think of another Franciscan friar I met about nine years ago who was studying canon law, so he's a canon lawyer now, and he bears the same name, Father Fidelis Moshinsky, of the fires of uh, Franciscan Friars of the Renewal. And so today's feast day was making me think of him because he's also someone who has great love for uh, mothers in need, and uh, not only orphans, but you know, ch- children, in, unborn children in the womb who are in danger. And Father Fidelis Moshinsky is someone in jail right now for undergoing uh, persecution for defending the unborn. He, uh, along with some others, were standing in the way of an abortion clinic, you know, trying to make a last ditch effort to save any unborn children were to be murdered that day and he you know was arrested and was convicted back in January and when I was thinking of today's feast day Father Fidelis you know I looked up you know that uh, news report I had seen back in January and I noticed a little detail that uh, his sentencing is actually today at 2 p.m. and so we can keep uh, Father Fidelis in prayer especially at 2 o'clock today uh, as he undergoes his sentencing. Uh, but he was already found guilty by the jury and has already been in, uh, in jail. Over Divine Mercy weekend, I ran into another friar in his community who said, yeah, he seems to be doing well and, uh, you know, taking advantage of the time to minister in prison. And, you know, just like, uh, Saint Stephen, you know, we heard in that first martyr, we hear in the first reading, uh, you know, he, he's undergoing court case. And there's false testimony against him from all the uh, officials, the elders, and the scribes, and we don't know what he says yet. You know, the passage ended that saying, says his, his face was like the face of an angel. Uh, we'll continue, and we'll see what he says. But in a sense, you know, kind of having that cliffhanger is a good reminder what Jesus says, whenever we are persecuted and are brought before, you know, in a court, do not worry about what you are to say. The Holy Spirit will fill you with what to say. And uh, if you look at some of the, the uh, transcripts recorded in the court case for Father Fidelis and some of the other pro-life uh, uh, activists, uh, you can see some inspiring quotes, you know, in defending the faith. And it's important then that we too always live out the faith with utmost trust in Jesus and being faithful in his work. You know, this is the work of God that you believe in the one he sent. And so believing even when there is seemingly danger. But it's important to to live out that faith uh, also with charity. You know, that is uh, how Saint Fidelis was able to live out defending the faith, because he also practiced charity uh, and he practiced uh, poverty. Uh, you know, going back to the Father Fidelis Moshinsky, Mach- the CFR friar, when he was studying canon law in DC, uh, you know, staying with the Marians. At one point I went to pick him up and uh, another diocesan priest uh, from the airport. They had gone to Rome uh, with their canon law class for some kind of seminar in Rome. Uh, get familiar with, you know, workings of the congregation there for canon law. And when I picked him up from the airport, you know, you could definitely see he was living out his vow of poverty. Uh, Father Fidelis only had a tiny little briefcase, that was it, for his week-long stay in, uh, in Rome. And I'm pretty sure it only had his schoolwork, uh, you know, nothing really other than, you know, the clothes, his habit on his back, uh, you know, he went to Rome for a week. And, you know, so to have that courage in defending the unborn, you know, is always rooted in charity. And charity for you know all those around us and that is why he has such charity such love intense love for the unborn those who can't even defend themselves in order to have that fortitude though you know charity is what's going to make it a living faith well to have fortitude to carry out and defending the faith even amidst persecution We need to be focused on the Eucharist. The Lord says, you know, do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life. Eucharist is that focus which will carry us through. And in the midst of, you know, all the persecutions, defending the Eucharist is also going to be of utmost importance. And we're seeing many attacks on churches, Catholic churches these days. Since May of 2020, there's been over 300 attacks, uh, vandalisms on Catholic churches. You know, these are kind of levels rising uh, almost back to the days of when the KKK and the Know Nothings were vandalizing churches back in the 1800s, early 1900s. You know, we have to be ready to defend the church uh, and defend especially the Eucharist. You know, some of these attacks were from the outside, you know, just spray painting graffiti or uh, smashing an outdoor statue, but some of them did break in and, uh, you know, vandalize inside the church, smashing statues, desecrating the sanctuary, the altar, even stealing tabernacles, desecrating the blessed sacrament across the floor. Uh, we must be you know very uh, vigilant to especially you know protect what is most precious you know that food which brings us eternal life and unfortunately uh, barely any uh, arrests have been made out of these 300 attacks zero federal prosecutions from the Department of Justice uh, you know even though attacking a place of worship is a felony and yet you know 26 Uh, pro-life activists have been convicted by the federal government, Uh, so we must pray for our anti-Catholic administration right now uh, that they may see uh, the truth, may see the light of Christ, that they too uh, might have that peace which Christ brings and which our society so craves. And to close, I'd like to close with uh, some of the last words of St. Fidelis' last sermon on earth. These words are uh, very encouraging to hold on to and in defending the faith. St. Fidelis said, "'O Catholic faith, how solid, how strong you are, how deeply rooted, how firmly founded on a solid rock, heaven and earth will pass away, but you can never pass away. From the beginning, the whole world opposed you, but you mightily triumphed over everything. This is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. It has subjected powerful kings to the rule of Christ. It has bound nations to his service. What made the holy apostles and martyrs endure fierce agony and bitter torments except faith, and especially faith in the resurrection. What is it that today makes true followers of Christ cast luxuries aside, leave pleasures behind, and endure difficulties and pain? It is living faith that expresses itself through love. It is this that makes us put aside the goods of the present in the hope of future goods. It is because of faith that we exchange the present for the future.